Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Veil podcast. I'm Isoat. I'm here with Aisha and um, Anifa. Hi, guys. What up, what up, what up? Hello, everyone. I mean, today, I don't know if it's just me, but Isiwa and um, Aisha, you guys, you're just dry. You're just giving it to people dry like that. Please, you have to prep people. You have to... How are you guys doing? And you're just saying hi, 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 hi. Give us some some gist now. What's up? What's happening with you, Aisha? Nothing, nothing. Okay, okay, wait. Let me make it easy for you guys. What happened last week? Over the last week, what happened? Ah, you guys don't want to hear what happened last week. Me, personally, is assignment and schoolwork. <laughs> That's only two. That's what my life is revolved around now. And I'm saying this thing with so much passion because... Oh, damn. I swear, I my feel week. like if you are, you're always ranting about your... Like, I'm like, babe, at what point is it going to be like, okay, it's just the usual now and you're used to it. Your resident uh, sister in the US. She's... <laughs> She still has not gotten used to this, so I mean, you guys pray for Isiwat. We need prayer. You guys just be, just be prepared. So every time the episode is kicking off or whatever, if you want to know how my week was, be be ready to listen to my rant about my assignment, about schoolwork, about how I don't have time to breathe, but I try to breathe. Moral lesson: Kids don't go to school. Right? <laughs> In fact, let's be more specific. Kids, do not do your masters. Yeah, like, yeah. BSC is the wow, most like, Wow, Run, run when they wow, tell you. Motivational masters, speakers. It's a slippery slope, guys. <laughs> if you don't want to be in ACWAT shoes right now, heed my words. Like, I, I know before, I've not always been the old masters kind of person, but then with this what's going for a masters, it just reminds me of the first place that Aisha, this is not for you. You're done with books for now, like that conventional sort of books. Okay, you guys don't listen to these ladies. I don't understand. Is this aspire to perspire or something? Come on, you can take it as you like, oh, but that's my assistant for you. Most like no anything for you. Thank you. Thank you, Lera. I mean. You're supposed to be encouraging the young ones, you know. Yeah, so I think for me, my week was a bit stressful. Um, it was it was full with more of lack of motivation and motivation to work. Um, I don't know, I just feel tired and then a break or burn out and yeah, I'll be taking like um a couple of days next week to just like try and see how best I can relax. Man, I'm so jealous of you right now. Like, to be able to take days off. Hmm, that's the dream. Anyway, as for me, um, so for me, last week was really cool. So I just moved to a new apartment and it's uh quite big compared to like my previous one. So it was kind of a mix of stress and also like, you know, excitement about having a new apartment and you know like playing with a shiny new toy or something then i set up my desk and yeah it's been good um wonderful week here so i'm also looking forward to getting to know the area more and you know meeting new people so yeah it was not bad for me too so you guys i'm glad aisha has some time off work and um 
Anifa, I'm glad you, you finally moved because I know you've been talking about moving and um I mean I'm sure with no like in no time you'd settle in fine and you'll be good. You guys already know how my week was, so don't let me bore you people. You guys, thank you for listening to our last episode. We got a couple of feedback, like a lot actually, and um I mean it's really like it's really good to know that you know people are listening to us, they are um they're enjoying the podcast, they're enjoying the episodes, and I'm mesmerized. <laughs> like I feel, I feel like a freaking celebrity. Like people coming to DM me and telling me, oh, they really like hearing about our stories. And like you never realize how special these things are, like when you're going through it, or even when you talk about it. Anyway, I'll let Isiwat continue with our, our feedback sharing. I think let me check. I have a couple of feedback some people left on our episode, our last episode. Yeah, someone said it was nice hearing from the sisters. The experiences are top-notch, especially having to get crashed to write interview tests and ended up getting the opportunity. That's one. And um, another one is um, someone said, this is just amazing. Since the day I signed up, I've always looked forward to a new episode. Oh. I'm glad you all look forward to a new episode. (laughs) And then it said, um, Iswana's experience. I mean, that's Iswana. You don't need to, like, you don't need any further explanation. It's your girl. It's baby. Iswana. So, yeah, I'm Iswana. I I, I feel like we have lots of listeners that are, like, fans of your um, special brand of... Yeah, so I mean, I don't even know what to call it, but is it hooliganism? But they shall like it, yeah, because I've just been seeing a lot of feedback around that. Mm, interesting. Oh man, it's not time to feel myself, but you know. So, you guys, like I was saying, Iswana. So, yeah, someone said Iswana's experience made me remember doing a gate crash with someone and, um, like with someone's invite. Oh yeah, doing a gate crash with someone's invite just to get an opportunity. And then said, you guys rock. Keep inspiring. Hey, you mean we are inspiring people? Hey, hey. <laughs> Do you know how excited I am that we are inspiring people? Like- <laughs> I feel like the only thing people heard in that last episode was if you need to get crashed to get to where you want to go, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was a good one. It was so fun recording it too, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so guys, thank you. Thank you so much for feedback. We really enjoy feedback, by the way. Like, we we love it when people um listen to our episodes and they come back to, you know, engage us. In fact, like, those are like just few feedback I mentioned. There are still some other ones that... You- some people are listening and they are sending, they are sending in episodes. Like, sorry, they are sending in feedback while listening. Like, you know, you're listening and in the background you're also engaging the person you're listening to. Like, it's really fun because for everything you say, on the other hand, that person too is, you know, trying to say, "Hey, are you sure this? Music, did you say this? Oh my God!" And like, it's really fun. And I mean, there are other, there are some other people that were also interested in, you know, some inner gist. They're like, ah. You guys do not follow up on this. You do not finish this particular gist. You want to just come into the DM. And yeah, some of them came into the DMs and complete. So you guys, if you also want further gist, details that we missed out on, feel free to enter the, the DM. You'll get the full gist from the awesome 
I, I feel like I'm making a promise we can't keep. Because if everyone comes into the DM and start asking about, so I'll be like, <laughs> maybe it might not be like depending on the the, the, the amount of DMs we get, exactly. we'll probably just do another episode on what people want to hear. No, but then I think people should be free to like send in what they want to know more about us, like things you feel you should have you wanted, like you should have discussed and. Yeah, we'll definitely look into it and respond. If it's a lot, we'll, we'll probably try to give another episode about more details. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I totally agree with that. But then we are going to reply you. We're going to answer you guys. Okay, so moving to the um business for today. So we all know how hard and challenging these times are in the society. You know, how hard being a millennial or Gen Z, how... We have to deal with expectations from older generations and how we have to make sense of an ever-changing post-pandemic world too. So that's why in today's episode, we want to talk about handling pressure and, um, you know, we want to talk about how we navigate the scenarios that inevitably come up and things that have worked so far. <laughs> to even start, uh, like to start with, um, I said millennial and Gen Z. I'm trying to see who falls under millennial year. I mean, I know Anifa is Gen Z, so... Hey, I, hey, I, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Why do you have to expose me like that? In fact, the, the, the thing that Gen Z's eyes have seen on Twitter, they just drag us left and right. In fact, I'm not going to mention names, but recently, a very popular person on Twitter dragged us. So because of that, and if I, you are denying your generation, is that what you're saying? I'm not denying. I'm just saying that Gen Z has really been through a lot. And to be honest, I don't think I want to be part of that struggle. So I'm going to create my own I'm going to create my own category. <laughs> but, but really, on a more serious note, you guys, you heard what I said earlier. We'll be talking about pressure, like handling pressure and all that. So I'll kick it, I'll kick it off with... um. When you hear the word pressure, what comes to mind? Like, Anifa, Aisha? Yeah, so, hmm. pressure. Okay, so, I think the first thing that needs to be said is, we are all winging this whole life thing, yeah, and we probably are just learning how to deal with a lot of things as it comes. not like we have a manner somewhere or not. But it's been a whole lot being an adult, I would say. At this point in my life where people expect certain things from me, like I'm the like currently I'm doing fine in my career path. I'm like I'm I'm growing and yeah, but when it comes to other other part of other part of my life, I'm probably not there yet. And when I get to this stage, um there's certain things society expects you to do or certain steps they expected you to like take and also family and when they don't see those things coming they start like putting the old pressure asking questions unsolicited opinions here and there and yeah i think right now having to block out those things are, are the real challenges for me okay i think another thing i left out is pressure on yourself like you yourself putting pressure on yourself i think right now while people are putting some certain pressure on me the pressure i'm putting on myself is making more money word right like um i don't know 
to be honest, like I, I totally relate with what you just said about like internal and external pressure. Like immediately I heard that question. That was what came to my mind. So yeah, we do with internal pressure, like you said, and external pressure, like pressure on yourself, pressure to like grow your career. But I think someone tweeted like earlier this week about when you see some people with some like with what they've achieved and you realize that these people have like five, twenty years experience and you're just starting out. So just like trust the process build on yourself and you're definitely going to get there so i think internal pressure you can always still control that and just try to like fight it external to just try and like block it out as much as you can if you can reply or let people know where you stand just do it depending on people you're surrounded with i'm sure this is not easy with everybody yeah but just do what works for you i would say and try not to like overwhelm yourself with these things and live your life it's that's very much important. Yeah, I think for me, like I said earlier, when I think about pressure, it's definitely of two kinds. So the one that comes as a result of what you think about yourself, like about where you want to be and all that. And then there's also the external pressures, like what people's expectations are of you, maybe where you should be, what you should be doing and all that. So for someone like me, like, I think I've always been a bit of a rebel in the sense that I I have my own thoughts and there were some things I just didn't understand that why should these things be a certain way? So I'll give you a very good example. For me, like, we all knew that, oh, when you go to school, it would be like, come out of school and the next thing would be get married, like, when I was much younger, I used to question. And it's more like go to school, come out of school, get a job, get married, have children, that kind of. Thing. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it was very much like oh, there should be a linear path, especially for women, and that's what you should do. I was just, always just, I never understood it, you know, or all this notion of um, okay, because you're a girl, this is you know what you should be interested in or what you should be doing, um. And for me, like, I never understood it and I never saw myself, like, that way, so... Yeah, like, I think I've always had a strong opinion, too, and my own thoughts, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't have to, like, follow the whole, the whole party that I've created, I don't mm-hmm. have to, like, I don't have to, like, do whatever the society dictates your life should be, like, it's my life, I have it to live. And I think it's, it's, it's harder now, it's harder, it's so hard right now because having to fight all this... And also fight yourself and be what you want to be, be who you want to be in today's society is crazy. As as a female, like you said, as as a Muslim, it's there are a lot of expectations that comes with it too. Yeah. So I mean, to to go on with what I was saying, like internal pressure in terms of you know, like Aisha said, oh, I'm a software engineer, and oh, I know people or my peers or people slightly ahead of me are earning this much okay how do i get to that okay what am i gonna do and i think there's good kind of pressure and bad so that kind of thinking of oh okay i know what my mates are earning or what people slightly ahead of me are earning how do i walk towards that you know if it leads me to coming up with plans or healthy ways of you know leveling up then that's good kind of pressure like i feel like you it's even bad if you're just in one level and you're happy to be there forever like there's a way to enjoy where you are while still trying to walk towards you know yes i think i'm at that i'm at that 
time now. I'm at that place right now where I'm trying to like take in everything I've achieved so mm-hmm. far, like recognize it and like live in the moment, enjoy it while also working, but not just oh, because I think there's this thing that also happens with us a lot. Once we get something, we are onto the next. We don't take time to enjoy the moment. We don't take time to like recognize it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I I don't want like life to be that way but at the same time i'm always going to challenge myself to be the best you know at whatever i am doing you know up to and do things up to the best of my ability so things like even this podcast for example like i'm you and i like aisha me and um it's why we're continuously thinking of ways you know how do we get this to more people you know how do we do things better it's it's definitely like good pressure and more internal in that sense. In terms of external, for me, it's like, oh, expectations of, oh, okay, you are married, you know, when are you going to have kids? Or you are doing this already at work. When will you be? And so I think that that's very rude of people anyways. I don't know. Has anybody ever come straight to you about that? Yeah, I I feel like most of them do it in a very like armless quote unquote kind of way. So they will just silently ask you. I feel like it's rude and it's kind of invasive. But oftentimes, like you know, because most people would ask these questions, they are older and maybe they are family. You know, you 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 can't just be rude to them. So I tend to just go quiet anyway. Yeah. But you can tell in my demeanor and everything that, look, I don't think you should be asking me or commenting on this kind of things. But one thing I think you mentioned earlier is also that choosing your battles. Like sometimes I feel like, <laughs> I feel like for women or, you know, for people who are seen as minorities, it always feels like, is it that you are fighting one battle or the next? Like, okay, if today you don't hear that, uh, if you are not married by 30, you are not a woman or you've expired, it's, oh, yeah, it's, oh, at work, people of color, something, something. Like, yeah, it, it just, do you get what I mean? So on, on some days, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I'm not even going to respond or you know, interact with something that would trigger me. And I think for me, that's one of the important ways of, you know, handling pressure. You need to have times where you're like, okay, I'm not going to deal with this situation. I can deal with this later or, you know, pick up this battle later. Because guess what? Life is not supposed to be this whole long battle of, you know, fighting for what's right or what's wrong. You get what I mean? So please, please, please. Yeah, like... Take times off from from fighting the good fight, even though yes, you need to be fighting the good fight. Yeah. So, and I think another thing that 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 reminds me of is another way I deal with these things is staying away from triggers. So, for example, there there is always like conversations from like it happens from time to time, basically on the social media where these topics or stuffs around these things are discussed and. 
there's always some smelling irritating things and what i just do is just try to like you know what clean up your timeline i just sometimes for like two days when those topics are kind of what is like trending i just stay away from social media because i just can't see it and see some things and not get triggered like how do you think like this how is this even normal to you like can you just so because of that i think staying away from it is something else that works for me I try to, as much as possible to stay away from triggers, like know your triggers, know things that triggers you. And yeah, sometimes, like Anifa said, pick your battles and um, you can start to fight it. And sometimes, not today, just you know what, for your own mental health, for your own sake, just stay away from it and let them do their, like, whatever it is they know how to do best and just move. But at the same time, in as much as that is important for, for everybody, I also think. Picking the days to fight it like all out is also important. And that's why I admire people that respectfully like respectfully engage you and disagree with when you come and start like talk and um, pray your beliefs or whatever it is on me. I like people that respect because I can't I'm like, how are you this patient trying to reply this person? I can't deal. No. Like so I just leave it for them to be honest. And that's why mostly I'm silent for farm. It's 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 a whole lot. Like Yeah, it, it it can be quite triggering, yeah. But one of the things for me is also say that, you know, all these things happening, all these things are happening rather, and you can't deal in that moment and you clam up. Like I always make sure I talk to like my friends about this. Like yeah, because I, I don't, if I, I think I've had a time in my life where I used to keep things really bottled up. And I, I just thought of it like, okay, why am I doing this? Like, it's not like there's one secret or one world ending thing that has never happened to anyone, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, if you're really close to me, one of the things you know about me is that I talk about my experiences a lot, you know? There was still one I shared with you guys recently about something that happened at work. I think I even tweeted about this. Do you know what I mean? And how I actually, you know, dealt with that, you know, how someone at work actually responded and helped me. And it made me realize that in some moments, you actually might come upon the, the, the solution to what you're currently facing or something that will help when you talk to other people and they come back with, oh, have you tried to do this? You know, have you tried to do this? And then it might not be as big as you think, you know, it is. But what would be sad is you feel a certain way about something. You're not talking to anyone about it. You are sad about it. You internalize some of these wrong messages and you just become unhappy, you know, all, all around. And it affects every other thing. So having people to talk to, like key people to talk to, even if they are not going to give you solutions, it's it's very important in handling the pressure. And I feel like one very underrated thing too is like to face the world, you need to know yourself. Like you need to understand yourself. You need to understand like kind of what's driving you, the things that are important to you. Like there are some things that people say to me and it doesn't even put a blip on my radar because like it's none of my business. Like this is not my priority. Do you understand? And I'm able to just shove it to one side because yeah, even though you're saying it like I'm not like my headspace is not in this space. So it's not a biggie to me. But imagine if it was already something that 
already was worrying me, something I was already putting pressure on myself about. And then externally, that pressure also comes, you know, it could double things up and all that. So knowing yourself, knowing what drives you helps you filter out like a lot of things. Do you get why I mean? So if my current focus, for example, is that, oh, I, I'm trying to work hard, you know, enough to get a promotion at work or something. And someone is coming to talk to me about, and eh, don't I know I'm supposed to maybe do certain things around or uh, maybe getting married or maybe having kids. Like, even though those things are not mutually exclusive, like I could be planning to get married and also hoping be hoping to get a promotion. And if that- Sorry to cut it short. Like it, it is, it is. I think it is so hard how you just downplay almost every other person, um, of your every other achievement of that person, just to highlight what it is not, what is not going the way you exactly. want in that person's life. Yeah, you don't even know how much pressure I'm putting myself. Exactly. I, I, I feel like, and I feel like our parents. Are, I'm sorry to say, but a lot of them do this thing where oh, they have really good children where th- those children have done all the right things, gone to uni, came out, got jobs, you know, some married, some maybe not yet married, but in their minds, it will be like, okay, for the ones that are married, ah, give us baby. Or for the one that already has one baby, you need to give us another. For the ones that are not married, ah, eh, sure, why like it feels like, so everything I've done up till now is like there's a conditional pride attached to it. Like they're not allowed to be proud until you get to the next level. Exactly. And okay, I was going Big to say something, yeah. Like sometimes, like along the line when you were talking, that maybe this is coming at, um, from a place of love and care and they feel these are the things that will probably give you the happiness you need in life. Well, quote-unquote, I don't know what that means because at the end of the day, happiness is what you want it to be to you, yeah? But then, even though maybe to them it's coming from a place of love and care, I think the way they go about it is just totally wrong. And I think, I don't know, it might be too late for us to do anything about that, but definitely I hope we do better as, like, adults and, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, like, whenever... I or any of my friends have experiences that, you know, remind us of this kind of pressures or biases already in society. We make a note of it, or I do that. I need to remember this very moment that it's probably going to be mirrored sometime in my future where I'm on the other side. And I don't want to be like, you know, what this person was to me or, you know, how they react or how they're thinking and all that. And hopefully, like, God help me, I I, I would actually not make a mess of things. But, like, we, we, we one, one thing I realized is we've been talking so much about, like, you know, the linear path, going to school, coming out, getting married. What about people that maybe the pressure was from Say, for example, they're in school and may, in fact, getting into uni is another is a very good example because not everyone that, you know, finishes secondary school in the same year gets into university in the same year. And they have to do with parents, um, current nagging or whatever. Exactly. On. And at that point, you're so reliant on your parents. Like, it's not like you have jobs or anyway in Nigeria. I don't know about, you know, other places. You're so reliant on them for everything. And everywhere could just become really tense just because you actually have not 
passed an exam or something. So like, okay, I, I feel like we've just made a point and I, I want us to have a think about, okay, we know that when children fail or when, you know, people fail to meet some expectation in terms of maybe school or work and all that for their parents, parents feel a certain type of way and tend to take it out in addition to what that person is feeling. But how can, okay, if you were someone who had failed an exam, uh, maybe something like jam, for instance, and your parents were treating you that way, like knowing what you know now, how do you think that young person should handle it? Like what should they do? Especially if they have parents who might not necessarily understand these things right out of the box. Like what should they do? And also, like, let's try to think of it from the side of the parents who, like, a lot of them grew up in very different scenarios, like, very different situations. Like, how do we get them to also see the other side? And maybe we kind of can encourage, like, a meeting halfway, so to speak, to fix this kind of problems. So, Anifa, I might not have a direct answer to your question, and this is solely because they are different kind of people and the way I react to things is definitely different from the way you react to things. The way I take in things is different from the way you will take things. But something I would like to mention is this depends on the kind of child you have or the kind of child you have. So yeah, yeah. for example, when I didn't get to uni, my parents did not really like put so much pressure on me. I think we were just looking for alternative and because they know oh we know it's not like she's not brilliant, like she didn't really like she didn't pass that kind of thing. Just life just happened basically and they were more of like let's look for alternative solutions, private unit, this and that can we afford it. And yeah. But what but why I said this is for another kid that probably for had some bad things throughout their journey, maybe from secondary school, join like and um, they've had bad experiences, maybe joined a couple of um with friends and what bad friends and whatnot. The way the parents will take that will most likely be different from the way they will take it from me. And also like depending on past experiences, I think that will also determine like parents' reaction and society's reaction to the person's failure, so to say, or like, quote-unquote, rather. Yeah, I was going to mention it to that because, you know, when she mentioned, you know, some people, like, you might not get into uni the same year and all of that, aside from the pressure they are getting from home, like, they are also dealing with the internal pressure of, oh, look at what my, look at what my mates are doing. I mean, this person is already way ahead of me and I'm still here. And then, you know, parents do now do their own. Oh, you are still at home. Of course, if I really want to, like, I want to do this thing. But at this moment, God has not done it for me. God has not willed it for you. So why push? Like, of course, you're still pushing. You're still stressing over it. But it just feels like you are trying to handle so much within you. And you're also trying to deal with the outside expectations. Maybe this is something we could also post to our listeners. Like, if you've ever experienced like something like this, we're really curious because we we actually want to know how people navigated those experiences and maybe came out on the other end of it. So, so I think to a very large extent, we've really been so lucky with our immediate family and maybe just external like relatives can be a bit like it can be a bit complicated with them trying to let them understand. But yeah, I think we've, we've, we've been so lucky with our parents, with our siblings, and that, that, that has gone a very long way in our, in our growth process in life. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know when Anifa was even saying and she was asking how um like how like someone in that similar situation would deal with it. To be very honest, I'm the wrongest person to even ask to because I'm also trying to think that okay, wait, if this if I was in that kind of scenario, how would like you know if a parent is um is not on my side, they are also putting that kind of pressure on me. How do I I know I to be very honest, I can't relate because I'm sure if many of you like have listened to the previous episodes, you heard the part where I said I wrote four jams. See, these jams I wrote, it was it was more of my parents even pushing me and oh you know what, you can try again. Like all of those jams they were the ones pushing, doing this, doing that. So it's not about of course I wasn't like I wasn't stagnant and they knew that and they knew I was also trying and I was pushing. So the pressure wasn't there of, ah, oh girl, you should have entered school, you should have no at all. Hmm. I guess a question I have, I think this is more to Isewa, is like, you know, you're doing your MSc now. Like, on your side, is there any particular pressure that comes with maybe doing a master's or like people's expectations or family expectations of what other things you could be doing? And like in terms of internal pressure, like what are those things you are trying to chase and, you know, what is keeping you sleepless at night, good or good? Well, for me, I would um when you mentioned the internal and um other external stuff, I can relate more to the internal pressure because of course I know what I want to do. So to start with, I mean I'm on a career path towards becoming a data scientist and it just feels like there's a whole lot out there and you know, this minute I feel like, oh yeah, I'm on the right path. I I'm learning the right skills, I'm learning the right, I'm using the right technologies. And then, you know, when you check online, you see that oh, there is more to what you are doing and to be honest, the the internal pressure I have is bettering myself. It's how to become better, but also while at it, it just feels like there is a whole lot that I still don't know, and um, I'm I'm under so much pressure of oh my god, I'm already like one semester into my program, I'm already two semesters, oh my god, how many months now, and then I still don't have the skills. Of course, other than schoolwork, we also have to, you know, do some personal development and all that. And it feels like there is no time for me to do all those things. It's like I'm like buried in schoolwork, I'm buried in assignments. Of course, they are also related to my end goal. Um, Iswa, I think that is something we we all in tech deal with. Like the world is moving so fast. The world of technology is like moving periodically, and we are just trying to catch up before, like trying to like find your, like, find where you are comfortable at. Try not to, like, put so much pressure on yourself. Like, there will always be different technologies coming up now and then. It never stops. It's all in your face. And I think it's more difficult when you're trying to get in because you just, you're just so confused and there's a whole lot going on and you yeah. don't even know where to start from, where to go into, where to speak. Before you're getting comfortable with these skills, there's something else coming up again and you're like, exactly so i think it's something we all and i think my major problem again is so the kind of person i am i get really overwhelmed with what like let me put let me put a context to it i get really overwhelmed with for instance if i have like a whole lot of like maybe assignment to do and even though i know the end goal i know what i want to achieve i get overwhelmed with the deliverables i don't know if that makes sense like i get overwhelmed with um okay I'm this kind of person that 
if I want to do an assignment, the thought of starting the assignment can actually make me not start the assignment. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, for instance, I was talking about um, so many skills on the internet and all that. Sometimes I'm like, ha, this one too is there. Oh, let me just take a break and slow down. And then I will now want to start again. So it just feels like I'm starting again every other time. Like, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say, but... Yeah, I think I totally get you because I went through that part, like that phase rather, when I was trying to like break into into software engineering where I, I think I learned different programming languages before I found out, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm just sticking with this and growing in this part. Then maybe when I'm very much comfortable, I go into what I feel I want to learn next. Not just trying to like, oh, mm-hmm. because I need to get a job and just try to take it all in and thereby yeah, just having my head in like in everywhere it's so i think it's just like trying not to put so much pressure on yourself like i've said yeah just take it yeah in pl- in plain terms more like making it for me it's more like making a to-do list and remaking the to-do list so just i think you just make one and have your reasons for it you can also like write down the reasons why you choose what you chose and stick to it no matter what Okay, guys, this brings us to the end of this episode. Just a quick recap of what we've discussed so far. We've spoken about the internal and the external pressure, the good and bad pressure, and also the pressure we are currently undergoing, like the pressure to excel at work, to excel in school. How also knowing yourself and priority helps, how having a tribe to talk to really helps, and how, you know, picking and choosing your battles. We also spoke about the importance of speaking up and actually pushing the needle forward that we spoke about, how the external pressure is actually never ending. To be honest, this episode is really packed. There is more to all of what we've even discussed, like... It just never ends and um would like to hear from you all please feel free to engage us feel free to send in your feedback we want to also hear how you're dealing with this kind of pressures yeah thank you thank you for listening it's been an exciting one actually bye